The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Tom O'Dell's with us. Round of applause, yeah. please. Every time I just say the words Tom O'Dell from the control room. What about this? What about this? Tom, 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 Tom. Tom, 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 Tom. Yeah, can you back Tilly up here, please? There's five of you and only one of her. One more time. Tom, Tom. Tom, 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 last night i was overwhelmed by the sound of the first track the sound of the album I thought, oh here we go here we go yeah it's great man oh wonderful yeah no it's, it was a real labor of love it's it's very um it's very gentle i think and it probably takes a few listens but um i'm really proud of it and it's very it's got lots of strings lots of pianos lots of guitars and um yeah i'm really proud of i was it. very happy to be in its company last night oh it's lovely your new album is was great company for me last night. Great, great. And I love the fact you've left the orchestra tuning up in between the tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, a kind of by accident. Well, that was very Sergeant Pepper, I thought. Yeah. If you don't mind me saying. Yeah, that is very Sergeant Pepper. The um, it was um, I we recorded twenty four incredible string uh, musicians in uh, a studio called Angel Studios in London, and um, they were phenomenal. And uh, yeah, they, they, it's kind of like this living entity on the album, this orchestra. They kind of come in and come out and they, yeah. they push and pull. And there's moments of levity and then there's moments of um, kind of tension and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was also um, quite Sun Kingy, quite George Harrison y. Oh, nice. Which I think you might yeah, like. Is that okay for me yeah. to say that? Yeah. Yeah, it's Go wonderful. No, yeah, I was going to say, my, my neighbour yeah. from where I live in London delivered. Uh, a kind of ornament to George Harrison what in the, in the 90s yeah. and he cut away a little bit of George Harrison's like uh, it's like a a bush <laughs> <laughs> or something and he's the sweetest man he lives on my road honestly whenever I, he stops to speak to me I, I like he's just the kindest most generous soul and he gave me he's kept it for 30 years and gave me a bit of it in a little plastic bag. Has he grown it? No, he's just kept it in a little, tiny little plastic bag and he's given it to his some his favourite people and he gave me a little bit. Because depending on what sort of... Um... Like a fern, I think it is. Or something. Yeah, but depending on what sort of, uh, what's the word, not sequence, what phase George was going through at the time, clipping a bit of a bush from George's garden could meet, could have meant many things. I know. Ensued. And plenty of bushes <laughs> in that garden. There's plenty of bushes. Have you been? I've never been. Have you right. been past it? It's near you, right? It's very near me, yeah. Yeah. I go past it a lot. Really? Friar Park, yeah. Everybody knows he lives there. Really? Well, he doesn't live there, but he's... Olivia I like, the, there, I like so. the fact he got to a point where he said, I just would rather never leave this place. Yeah, it's, apparently it's magical. Never yeah. been. Uh, Jules Holland's been loads of times. Um, really? And so vicariously, therefore, I feel like I've been a bit. Because I've been to Jules. <laughs> That's pathetic, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so we'll have some songs from um, Tom's brand new album. It's out today, and it's 
gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. Um, we're going to kick off, however, with a sort of olive branch to people we want to get across the line. Uh, cover version of... Uh, Bruce Springsteen, Dance in the Dark. Let's do it. Can't start a fire Sit around crying on a broken heart This gun's for hire And even if we're just dancing in the dark He's so casual about the whole thing. Yeah. So he's like, Bing! so there you go, that's that. And the little princess down to look up through his fringe. Um, like, is that all right? That was, yeah, it was amazing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, Great song. Where does he rate Springsteen? What, for me? Yeah. I mean, I think he's probably the best, isn't he? Yeah, it's, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I saw him uh, last summer. I took the band and, and Jimbo and a few others and just felt happy for like, Three weeks after Hyde Park? Yeah, Hyde Park, yeah. Wow. Phenomenal. And, um, you had a pretty, you had a good time last year on the road. I kept seeing all these things on Instagram. You had some yeah. good gigs last year, didn't you? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we toured America and we toured quite a lot of Europe. And um, and yeah, we're touring the UK and Europe again this year. Um, the band is just getting better and better and better. It's How old are you now? 33 again. How dare old. you? Uh, TomOdell.com for information, tickets, Black Friday tour. Black Friday's out today. And we'll have the title track in a second or two from Black Friday. It's gorgeous, gorgeous. I can't wait to hear it again today, honestly. Oh, can't you. wait to get on with my weekend again. Thank you very much. No, I really mean it, Tom. I really, really mean it. You know I love the Bones of Anyway, I'll tell you that every time you come on the show and now well this is the best radio show in the world <laughs> so i bet you say that to all the girls i, I don't say that to um, anyone since we last spoke in person yes. you have become married yes yes that's yeah. true yeah married yeah, got... odell is what we have on our hands here <laughs> how was the wedding it was awesome yeah, yeah it was did perfect you, did you sing did you play i didn't sing and didn't play but we had so much music lots of friends sang and we had like a big old jazz band People dance till the early hours. It was perfect. You very kindly invited my wife and myself to come I along. Know. We couldn't come. We genuinely couldn't come, right? Now, I've got to fess up here. I don't like going to weddings. I, I think they're too long. I think they're really indulgent. Maybe it's because I've been to three of my own and I'm just, I'm wedding out. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason. But we genuinely wanted to come to yours, but we genuinely couldn't come. Otherwise, yours would have been one I would... Do you not think so about weddings? Yeah. <laughs> they well, get longer as well, aren't they, weddings? Yeah, yeah they are. It's like are. two, three days, hotels. Stacking the hens yeah. on a weekend or a week sometimes. I mean, seriously, come yeah. on. We tried to just do a big party. That's that's what that's Which is what good. was. Yeah, it wasn't too formal. Fun and fine. Are you still yeah. together? Still together. Congratulations. So it's been how many months? Clinging on by my fingernails. A <laughs> couple of months now? <laughs> we were talking today. We started the show off uh, by saying... A friend of mine says, and he knows he knows he's he knows he's quite he's older than me even, and um, he says, you know, you can't really do a good deal with a bad person, and I thought that's interesting, can you? Because you know, and I thought I've done a few deals with pretty nefarious individuals, you know, and you think, well, I, I know they're not that good a person, but you know, to be honest, I don't really care about that at the moment because it's more important that we get the deal done and the deal's good for us. But thinking about it, they have come back to bite me a bit mm. on the bum, those particular deals. Mm. And I thought, and the other thing he says, speaking to you getting married, he says that, and he says on from that, he said, it's a bit like marriage because when you decide to be with, or be, you know, not getting married, but being with somebody mm. forever, potentially, mm. that 
you, you okay it's not going to cost you anything it might cost you something if it doesn't work out it might cost you something if it does work out but it's financially but it is your time and it's the most important investment you're going to make and we just don't think about it like that and he says um uh, you know you can't do a good deal with a bad person he says if you embarking on a business relationship treat it as a marriage and if you embark upon a, a marriage sometimes in certain aspects treat it as a business because it helps you to figure out if it's right or not mm. Beautiful. It's not that romantic. No, it's, it's, <laughs> but in I'm the least, I'm pleased you didn't say that on the wedding day. <laughs> but in the long, exactly. That's why I didn't come. Bitch, could you say a few words? You really would have won that, Tom. It's uh, a business relationship. No, it's um. Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that. She she also is, you know, it's probably a bit uh, probably a bit patriarchal, but like the the whole thing of like behind every good man there's a great woman. I mean, Georgie is just phenomenal. She she is um i was going for a bit of a weird creative like period and actually with my head as well when i met her and i was unsure i lost the thing where where i realized what was was good and what was bad i i i lost the thing that your barometer yeah i didn't know and it's a horrible thing as an artist to get to a point where you don't know what you're doing and you you lose you lose that compass that is so vital i think and I played her a bunch of songs quite early on in our relationship and like there was a bunch of songs I wrote that were trying to please other people and I played her, there was one in there that was just like, I played right at the end that I thought was too indulgent and was like my thing, but I thought she would, I just presumed she would hate it and she listened, didn't say much about all of them and the, the, the last one she was like, that's the song, do more of that, Yeah, do more of you and it's like, I don't know. I for, that's that sums her up perfectly, George. Wow, she's, she's cool. She's um, she helps. I don't know. She's just incredible. She inspires so, me. So here's me listening to the album last night, knowing that you're freshly married. Yeah, and it's called Black Friday. I'm thinking, oh, is, is it already over? Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and then I listen to some of the lyrics because I'm so stupid. I'm thinking, hang on, this is about you're never going to see this person again. Or and I'm thinking. I, I'm fascinated by this. I'm like, I'm fascinated with comedians and jokes and things like that. And I'm fascinated, fascinated with people I know who are brilliant songwriters and artists about who are you writing about on the album? Because if it's a breakup song, you just got married. And if it's, and are they about you or are they about other people? Or is it about for more formative years in your life? It's, I, you know what? I think a lot of the album is more about letting go of, of a oh. period of time, but also about my relationship with myself. I think, there's so much of like the song Black Fridays. You look out at the world around you and you look out with love and adoration and compassion. And then I had a tender tendency to look inward with, with not that I, I would look inward with criticism and judgment. And, um, I think a lot of it is a journey of trying to get better at that. Trying yeah. to look out, trying to, trying to be equal the way you look out and the way you look in. And, um, I don't know, that's a very vague answer, but No, it's not at all. Um, I get it completely. Yeah. Because because sometimes you can't you can't do anything but look in it and it's the last thing you should actually be doing yeah. for what you're trying to achieve, which is just feeling lighter and freer and being able to yeah. breathe again. And yeah. that's why it's really important. They say the most selfish thing you can do is help other people. Yeah. Because it just gets you out of yourself and then you get some perspective and then you can crack on again. Yeah, beautiful. And that's well, that's what she gave you, isn't it, with that song? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's um it's a. Uh, it's also interesting, just like as a writer, you know, I'm six albums in. You have a kind of personal life and you have a writer's life, and I think the two occasionally 
cross each other yes. at, at a moment and you know it's it links up but often my imagination is kind of on its own journey and it it, it it's not necessarily reflective of my personal life and yeah. and it sort of gets you know periods of you know prolific creativity and then it gets periods of not so prolific and dries up and I don't know it's interesting I think um a lot of my work is also inspired by like obs observation and I think songwriting is really about like empathy and trying to whilst you might be singing through like the eye and uh, you're often it's it's a really deep exercise in trying to understand what it's like to be someone else and trying to trying to understand what it's like to be see my wine glass of this okay so here you have your age and you have your experience and what happens is they come together through your formative years your first few albums then there's the middle bit there's a pivotal bit in the middle and then what happens is the second half of your life holds up uh, a, a literally you know a glass to 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 your formative experiences and this is when you can start to enjoy it a bit more i like that Do you like that that's great. You can have that, mate. That would be great. I'd like that. I'd, li <laughs> I'd like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, lots of love for you, Tom, coming in. Ross in Basel says, Morning, Chris, the gang. My wife, Belle, and I went to see Tom Adele at the Montreux Jazz Festival last year. What a place to come see yeah. you. What a laugh. And he had the band. Uh, he and the band were absolutely amazing. Can't wait to hear the new album. Well, it's out today, so you can hear it now. Lynn and Folkestone, Tom Adele Live is the best. A friend and I saw him at a very small gig years ago. It was so incredible. We both just looked at each other and knew how lucky we were to be there. We burst into tears, hugged, and just felt happy to be alive. Our never forget it thank you tom oh, it's cool isn't it yeah uh matthew tom adele says absolutely smashed that cover shivers hadn't actually appreciated how strong that opening verse is until it slowed down a little bit well he's your man for that right should we have black friday then yeah sure the album is out today by the way it's called black friday that doesn't mean it's like discounted mm. <laughs> it's, it's not, not that kind of black like friday Amazon deal no. all right yeah there's no discounts here not yet not yet anyway <laughs> unless required yeah. we'll see how sales go yeah, exactly it's all in my head it's all in my mind i see the darkness where you see the light wow wow, wow. wow. Tom, that's what happens when you don't try and people please. Yes. Isn't it? That's where it comes from. Yes. Wow, she was right, wasn't she? She was right. <laughs> she was so right. And it's so cool to have you um, singing a sort of fresher song live because I can see that you're still meeting it at the pass, aren't you? Yes, you're yeah. still learning to shake hands with it. And, yeah, and... you're still very emotional, that song. Yeah, totally. You're so raw, yeah. man. Yeah, it's very, it gets me. It gets me every time. <laughs> where did you go when you, where, where were you then, sort of two thirds into that? Where I were? Know. I don't know. It was, um, I'm not sure. You know, shut my eyes quite tightly. It's, it's somewhere else. I love the way it builds and it builds. You, you know, many of your songs, they start off by whispering to each other yeah. and then they have a sort of little huddle, you know, a couple of verses <laughs> in and then they say, they say, should we go for it? And and, and they just explode, don't it's they? It's definitely, a, you know, it's like a period of, you know, you've got, to, it's like, you know, you've got to take flight. It's like, I imagine a paraglider sort of running down the hill. Yeah, thinking, yeah. Oh my God, shall I do it? Shall I'm I jump? speed yet? Yeah. <laughs> and then you jump off and it's all all right. I mean, it can go wrong. It definitely goes no, wrong. No, come on. Occasionally. How wrong does it go? Well, I don't know. Occasionally, you know, you hit, the, hit a note slightly badly. So you see, I know I, because I've heard that song now four times, three right. 
times last night and yeah. one's like that yeah. for me it's like it is in my head you know it's right. it's, it's right yeah. there so quite different like this in a way it's like I play it quite a lot slower I think just to it's like a different thing it's that's what's so amazing about music I've just been reading this started reading this book about improvisation and about how like because over the years I've always you know when we, when we play live I change the songs quite a lot and I've always slightly wondered whether that's bad and do the audience not like that? You know, do they want to just hear it like they hear on the record? Let's start reading this book. It's like, it's weird. It's kind of a modern thing that we play songs the same each time. Mm. Music for 10,000 years was each time you'd hear it would be completely new. It would just be a song you would learn and, and everyone would interpret it in a new way. There would be no definitive performance. And... um I think there's something so inspiring about getting back to that. Yeah. About each time, because it completely makes you present music and that's what it should do. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't take you to a time before or a time in the future. It makes you completely in the moment and it should always feel slightly improvised, I think. That's why vinyl is making a comeback. Yeah. Because vinyl has this other element that it brings to each listen, yes. which is the surface noise yes. of life yeah. via the stylus and, and the analog aspect of the vinyl. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. All right, Harry. Very good. Okay. Amazing, it's Tom <laughs> and Harry. So we're getting mm. over handsome now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. We might need to go to rehab. <laughs> but the only good thing is. By 10 o'clock, they'll both be gone. <laughs> right, for that. All right. Never to be seen again. All right, more from Tom in a second or two. Tom O'Dell, brand new album. It's out today, Black Friday. For more about Tom and his forthcoming tour, TomOdell.com. Nice one, Tom. Thank you. Craving some great 80s music. Play Virgin Radio 80s Plus. On DAB Digital Radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, and at virginradio80splus.co.uk. I got my mind set Even if we're just dancing in the dark. Love Chris Evans. Woo! Love the 80s. Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Okay, Vassos. Uh, by the way, before Vassos intros our next amazing guest, can you stop, please? Please? Listeners, can you stop WhatsApping us, telling us how amazing Tom O'Dell is? Because it's really getting on the nerves. <laughs> WhatsApp us about how amazing we are. Yeah. A bit. At I least mean, a bit. We're on five days a week. Yep. He's had more texts and emails and WhatsApp saying how great he is in the last half an hour than we've had in five years. <laughs> true. It's true. No, it is true, Tom. Wind your neck in, mate. It's annoying. Okay. <laughs> liked you up until this point. Not quite sure I'm going to like you anymore after this point. We need another guest who people might like a bit less. Just a bit less, please. That'd be great. Who might that be, Bass? Our next guest is your favourite architect come TV presenter, come author, come all round good egg. His new book, How to Build a Home, is out next week. So please welcome the brightest spark, George Clark. All right, Georgie boy. Hello, man. How are you? Finally, we meet. I know, at last. Great. I've been trying to get on the show for ages. Oh, you're always welcome. I know. I'm, I'm, just been, I'm filming a lot. That's I know, the you are busy. You're, you're, you're all over the world. How is America? What have you been doing in America? Uh, I've just been making a new series called George Clark's Adventures in Americana, all about <sighs> American design, cars, Love houses, it. the lot. Fridge freezers, even. Yeah, they talk about they talk about um, design in America. I don't know if you cover this because we've not seen the show yet. Cause it's not it's not out yet. But they talk about Vietnam 
the Vietnam War and American design. And basically, when the war on drugs happened as a resultant of the Nixon government, yeah. All design after that was just rubbish. Yes. <laughs> and they're wondering if the two are connected. Like, you know, the dashboard of Corvette was more almost as impressive as the Sydney Opera House. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at the design of American cars and buildings, circa 67 and after that, it just all got a bit more beige. It's true. It's true. Well, you had that kind of post-war boom, you know, after the 50s where there was all this positivity. Technicolor. Technicolor, great materials, yeah. great innovation, great design. And it filtered through to everything, you know, yeah. down to the American diner, burger joints, everything. Yeah. It was all, I it was mean, brilliant. yeah. I mean, for, for a jukebox, see a diner, for a diner, see a jukebox. Yeah. You know, and then the, the Corvette pulls up outside and even the parking meters were gorgeous, yeah, weren't exactly. they? No, they were and they sort of still designed. are. Stunning. Oh, no, they're stunning. Gosh, you know, there was one night when I was filming in LA and we went down to this uh, diner where they invented the double-decker burger at this one diner. And the diner wow. was beautiful. The burger was beautiful. And then all these guys, all these women turn up on a Friday night with their classic kind of post-World War II cars. And it's just like a big drive-in and everybody hangs out and has a drink. And it's like, it's amazing. There's that, great, there's that amazing um, feature-length documentary about one of the Apollo rockets. I can't, I can never remember which one it is, but it's a, it's all from footage. It's They've made a 90-minute feature out of the actual news footage of all the oh, things that are going on. And one of the great things is when everybody turns up to park as near as they can to watch the launch, which is about 15 miles away. And it's like a sort of Woodstock yeah, yeah, on yeah. wheels kind of situation. Yeah. But just the cars, you pause, you go, forget Apollo. Forget <laughs> the fact they're about to send men to the moon. Look at what's going on anyhow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you watch Monterey, you know, the Monterey documentaries, Rolling Stone documentaries. I've not seen that. No, oh, my yeah. gosh. It's the same vibe. Yeah, it is, it is. Everything is beautiful. Yeah, and the architecture is amazing. And they do some wacky, weird stuff. I mean, it's a little bit like kind of amazing spaces on speed in america to be honest with you it's kind of off the wall there was some mad stuff i went to the desert in palm springs oh, and someone had designed it. it well i called it the kind of horizontal skyscraper because they're taking the idea of having this massive tall building mm. and then turned it on its side in the desert so it's just this like mirrored block is it the invisible sits... building yeah yeah is, i've it's, seen oh, it yeah, it's I've seen, i mean it's basically one giant swimming it, pool you, inside yeah it's off the stay there. you yeah. love a bit of architecture don't you? yeah yeah i'm into it i'm a bit obsessed with that website what is it uh modern modern house modern houses um, yes. mo it's mod something, isn't it? Modern House. Modern yeah. House is the Modern House is the estate agent. It's the estate agent. Yeah, Midmod is the other Instagram. Have you seen right. Midmod? I've not seen. Oh, Midmod, Midmod is off so the chain, good. isn't it? You know Absolutely. about all this. I love yeah. architecture. Good. Frank Lloyd Wright. Probably the best ever. The best ever. Literally yeah. the best ever. Probably his story's so ever. tragic. Do you know his story? Yeah, well, we, we actually, to be honest with you, when we did Americana, we kind of avoided some of the big, 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 super famous iconic stuff because it's not a series for architects. It's not about the best buildings on the planet. Yeah. It was more about the more unusual, getting under the skin of a, you know, what is, what's Americana design really about? So it's not just an architectural And what series. is it about, do you think? I just think it's about beautiful design. To, the essence of it is about it's, it's almost positivity. Like, it was like, for me, everything was super, super, super positive when you look at Americana design. It's what, it's what kids yeah. would design. Yeah, it was like dynamic. It yeah. was like the Jetsons combined with Frank Lloyd Wright. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It kind of mixes all of those things together. You're so right. I mean, they even call it kind of vroom architecture. As if it's vroom? Been, vroom. That's cool, man. Yeah, vroom architecture. Because yeah. it's all about being fast and dynamic. Mm. And you just think about the classic American motel. Yeah. I mean, it was a brilliant piece of architecture. You know, you drive up in your car, George. celebrate the car at the front.
it's much more sort of lateral living, isn't it? Maybe just in California and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it depends where you are. Yeah. There's a lot of vertical living going on in, in America in as cities. well. But yeah. yeah, there's more space generally, isn't there? I suppose yeah. that's I mean, the you've point. Got, what, 300 million people in a country of 50, 60, 70, 80 times the size of ours. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly great. Isn't it? I've always said that's why Americans speak so loudly, and I'm not being trite. I think it's just because they ha- they ha- live in a bigger place. They're, they're playing mm. a bigger theatre, Tom. If you, or they've got to shout to each other. You mean? They're yeah, so far more apart. or less. More <laughs> or less. And there's a rhythm to the way they speak yeah, yeah, you know um yeah. they have very musical voices everybody in america i can't wait for that show when's that show yeah, it's on? actually out you've missed the first one mate. what it was on, on sunday yeah no sunday, way yeah, check that, that out that's that's, well, that's my weekend sorted yeah okay much on catch up mate uh brilliant you're in to talk about how to build a home we're talking about anything i don't care because yeah. you're just great New little book. little experts george clock how to build a home first children's book uh, it's my first kid's book yeah yeah okay. this is for like uh, this is six to nine year olds six Beautiful. to nine year olds really really simple i mean i'm passing passionate about homes home design home innovation i've kind of i've got this home educational charity called moby as well so we do a lot of work with kids and using home as a vehicle to inspire them into design and changing their environment and really them defining what the future of home is for them you know so it's a very 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 simple kids book part of a series called little experts nice incredible homes homes can be designed and built in all different shapes sizes, and colors they can be square long round anything this is what makes architecture so exciting and they do say the number one thing that affects people you know whether regardless of your age regardless of whether you're entrenched or you want to change or you're being changed is your environment whether it's your bedroom, whether it's the cupboard under your stairs, whether it's the four walls and the roof under which your mum and dad have yeah, to pay their mortgage. Absolutely. And also, I think, you know, if you've got a decent roof over your head, it's like the foundation stone for everything. You know, everything else in life gives you a chance, basically. Um, but also, I think there's a lot of housing that is a bit rubbish. You know, Without if you look at a big mass house building and that's been done, you think, is that really the best that we can do for the environment and the way people live? Um, and communities and things like that. So, Simpler lines, man. Exactly. So you know, just inspiring kids to define the homes of their future is something I'm super, super passionate right, about. Right, once again, little experts, George Clark, how to build a home. Yeah. Marvellous materials. Give yeah. us your top three. Come on. In 2024, what should we be building our houses well, timber's from? timber's the obvious one because it's the most sustainable one. Don't burn it, build with it. Exactly. I mean, timber is beautiful. You've got so many different timbers out there from so many different parts of the world. You can craft it in so many different ways. It can be the mm. superstructure, it can be the final finishes, it can be all those things. Um, so, yeah, I think that's my alarm gone off on my phone. <laughs> Is that to remind, to remind you off. what? Why have you set an alarm for nine o'clock? <laughs> I've got no that, idea. That's interesting, that is, isn't it? Is that the, the, the backup, backup, backup one? No, but by the way, up. what's he supposed to be doing at nine o'clock? <laughs> that, answer on a postcard, and please. My phone was turned off as well. Sorry about that. Nine o'clock alarm. Anyway, Ooh, that's just when you're going to cut me off, probably. Somewhere. No, not at all. Not for a second. Um, so, yeah, timber. Timber? That's a big one. Yeah. I like a concrete floor. Am I allowed a concrete floor? I think it needs to be a more ecological version of concrete. All right, a concrete looking floor. So that's good. Well, what's my substitute for concrete? Do you know what? There's a new material called graphene. graphene. You heard about graphene? No, but I like the sound of it. So graphene is one of the most exciting new materials that's been discovered. Um, it's basically carbon. It's like a single atom sheet material. Right. It's 200 times stronger than steel, mm-hmm. five times lighter than aluminium. Yes. And it's a material that we're going to start adding to other materials to make them stronger. So you could put graphene in concrete to, lo- to use less aggregates. And do we pour that out? Are we pouring this onto our floor? How it's a we- kind of atomic, beautiful, mad, crazy material that you can just mix in. Well, the OK, I'm going to go with that. So that's two. And that's give two. us another one. Stone. I mean, stone. stone's beautiful. All right. Mm. And, the, um, and the good thing about timber and stone is the mm. materials we've used for thousands of years, they get better with age. Mm. 
and they're absolutely beautiful if they're well crafted. Thinking think like an architect, um, when I used to play golf a lot, if I saw a field or a farmer's field, I'd just create goal, uh, golf holes in my head. i say, oh, that could be like um, Eamon Cornrow over there, or this could be my favourite hole at St Andrews there. When you, when you look on a, a skyscape, a cityscape, like you can from where we yeah. are now, what a great vantage point. Yeah. Can you not just help yourself but look at the architecture, spot things, or can you give your eyes a day off? I can never give my eyes a day off. Really? No. Good it's for it's you. actually kind of slightly annoying. It's an yeah. occupational hazard, really. You just can't switch off from it because you you kind of eat, sleep, and breathe architecture. Yeah. So whether you're walking down the street, whether you're on holiday, I can never switch off from it ever. Same uh, with your music. Maybe, yeah. No, I can enjoy music actually, and I can separate it weirdly. Um, yeah, I can still enjoy it, but I can't really fully separate myself from do you, it. Do you have like a favourite building? You know, if I was to leave here today and go and see a building somewhere locally. Have you got one that you really think is like... So I would take you five minutes away from here to Lincoln's in Fields, near Holborn right. Tube Station. Right. There was an architect called Sir John Saun, and he, took, he bought a house in the early 1800s, and then he bought the house next door, and he bought the house mm. next door to that, and he turned all three of them into a place, not just for him to live, but his architectural studios. That's what there. you want, isn't it? Mm. And That's it the is, dream. It yeah. is... Beautiful. Like a wonderland. Really? So when when he transformed these existing buildings in the early 1800s, yeah. it was the talk of London. Right. Everybody wanted to see them. So triple height spaces, being able to see from one room through to the next, really kind yeah. of three-dimensional, kind of unbelievable architect. One of the best houses in the world. Is that, okay. And is that your favourite period? I love the Georgian period. I mean, right. who doesn't love a Georgian house? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's called George. And I'm called George, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my son's called George. There's narcissism everywhere. You know, my granddad was called George. All right, so that totally was um, that was trailblazing back in the day. In your book, George Clark's How to Build a Home for Kids Little Experts. I think for children of all ages, it's a great book. It's out uh, the first of Feb, by the way. Thank you. Uh, you can print your home nowadays. Can you actually? Three I know you can print. Your you can print yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, yeah, print cars. You print your house. Yeah, where, easily. Who's been doing that? Where? Really easy. Japan. They've been doing a lot of. Germany. They're doing a lot. How big's the printer? It's like this big kind of tube of toothpaste. You know, mm. it's full of air material. Right. Quite often ecological materials are used. And it's it's called additive design. So you're literally just printing one layer on top of the next right. layer. Right. And you're building the main superstructure walls of your house. Um, what about these fold-out houses you, that you, we see on Instagram quite a lot? And they say they're the way forward. And you can drive this, you, you can have your house delivered and it folds out itself like some kind of magic jack-in-the-box. Yeah, it's like origami. Uh, yeah, and you yeah. can even get fold-out furniture that's in it. Yeah, How yeah. real are these houses? I know they exist because I've seen the prototypes. How close to coming to the market are they? Are they really the future? Why wouldn't they be the future? They should be the future because yep. it's really clever, really inventive design. Mm. Um, we do a lot of stuff on Amazing Spaces, as you know, which looks at multifunctional design. How can you make spaces work harder? We did a we did a vertically rotating house a few series ago. Wow. Because the idea was, like, let's say you're living by yourself in a house. You can only be in one room at the same time. Yeah. So why have a separate kitchen, dining, living room? Oh, this is good, isn't it? <laughs> you might as well just be in that one room. So it would vertically rotate this cube, would rotate, and every time it turned, it became a new room. Right, that's and that so was a cool. mad prototype. That's how they work in theatre. It's called the revolve. Yeah, and that's yeah. how you set you scene change pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And I think we've got to come up with really inventive ways like that to make houses better, more affordable. Mm. Why build multiple rooms if you only need one or two? That what can about like tree houses and ice houses and things like that that we see around the world? And where, where's the where's the most? If you had to move somewhere to have the most. The, the best opportunity of building the least inexpensive but gorgeous environment to live, where would you go? <sighs> Probably Denmark. Tell us why. Because the Danes are just brilliant. They are, design. aren't they? <laughs> 
it's, they're just they're, <laughs> they're so annoying. annoyingly good. They're annoying, aren't they? And everything they do is really beautiful. They're the national and... equivalent of Tom O'Dell. Yeah. <laughs> they're just really annoying because they're they so are. good. That's what it is. <laughs> so good and gorgeous and honest. You're so honest. I wish I could be half as honest as oh. you. Yeah. God, is it like easier that... to be honest in song than it is in real life? Oh, gosh, much, much Should easier. Should I give it a go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's what go. About honest architecture. Come on. Yeah. Where the, the soul, because Tom says when he's writing from his soul, his songs are better, but he doesn't sometimes think that maybe that's what people want to hear. He's always wrong, thank God, and that he always, in the end, ends up recording them. What about honesty in architecture? Yeah, but just... where, I'm, where I'm really jealous of a, of a singer-songwriter is you can just sit there on your own and deliver that yep. and just do it. When you're an architect, you need clients, you need builders, but you need millions of other people. I would say that music really at its root is about collaboration. True. And, and for a long time, I fooled myself into like locking you know, myself away in my room, torturing myself, trying to write a song for a week, and you, know, you just go slowly mad. And then you realise it's just about collaboration. And even if you write it on your own, it's still about the audience, you know, who you're going to play it to. But it's also coming from somewhere. It's coming from somewhere, but it's the the more the longer I've done it, the more I've realised it's about the communion, it's about the collaboration, and and the audience is just as important Stop as the it. creator. Stop it, because now you're being wise as well. Yeah. Is all the, stuff. <laughs> the only thirty-three that's on. I know. So wise. Thirty-three and a third. Will he make it to the speed of a of a, an LP? Not if he hangs around here for much longer. Let me tell you. Um, George, so the new show's back on. New show's on Sunday night, nine o'clock, Channel Four. All right, and you filming some some other things? I'm you, doing a, you're filming I'm, in a skip recently. I was so for the last series of Amazing Spaces, which comes out in a few weeks' time. Young lad who lives in a skip in South London, kind of pushing the buttons of the housing crisis, really saying, right. you know, London's a really expensive place to live, rents are unaffordable. What are we going to do about You've it? You've seen so, this, haven't you, Tom? I've, yeah, the, yeah, the, the guy in the skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's mad. absolutely yeah. mad on social media. Yeah, it's huge. I, forgive me, yeah. I haven't seen. How has he adapted the skip? He's basically kind of built this timber extension with a vaulted ceiling over the top. Is it beautiful? Top. It's actually really nice, and it sits on a tiny little plot of land. This guy's got a plot near, near here. It's literally two minutes away right. from the shard, and um, it's sitting on this little plot of land, and he lives in there. Okay, anything else you want to say? Um, no, thanks for having me. It's nice to meet you. It's an absolute... Come and do Carfest. Come and talk to us at Carfest. I love that. Bring some sheds to Carfest. Let's Bring some architecture. It. Bring some structures. Let's do it. All right, I'm mate. well up for that, mate. Uh, can we have a round of applause, for, please, for George, if you don't mind? Thank you very George much. George Clark, How to Build a Home. <laughs> Thank you. Out next Thursday, Peel it now for kids of all ages. His first, but not his last, kids' book for Little Experts. A brand new series of books coming out. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. This is going to be something I'll remember. And that's a really lovely thing. I don't think I was able to do that in the past. And James Bay. Don't you agree that everybody needs someone when they feel alone? Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash UK. Tom Adele's with us this morning. Hello, Tom. Hello there. Uh, you don't have a brand new record out by any chance, do you? Today? I do. And do you? What's it called? It's called Black Friday. Oh, good. Is there a tour on the way? There's all? a tour. What's the that Black called? Friday tour. No. Yes. Wow. Uh, starts in March. Okay. Had, we had our first rehearsal yesterday. For the tour. For the tour. No. Yeah. Where was that? It was in uh, Brewery Road in uh, in London. How does that pan out? How is it? How is a rehearsal? How do you rehearse for an actual tour? Well, we don't actually really ever rehearse. Yes. Uh, but we are this time. And we're, we're, I'm, I'm trying to create a new show. Do you need, like, 
any crowd members? Is it, does it help if we come along? We can pretend to be the crowd. You'd be very welcome. And we can have uh, some banners. And... Banners would what, be What's lovely. the best some sign somebody's written? That, can you recall Oh, any? gosh. You get all sorts of uh, inappropriate things. Oh, do you? Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that I can't say on the radio. Um, Thank you. Yeah. There's, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, you get quite, quite a variety. Quite saw... a lot of, um, can I sing with you? Yeah. They get a lot of that. And you do invite that. And to... occasionally we say, come on stage. And we had one in the summer where someone said, can I sing with you? And uh, they came on stage and then um, they did an amazing job. But then someone else who also wanted to sing on mm-hmm. stage got really upset Ooh. and sort of stormed backstage and was like, I was the one that wanted to sing with you. And it, it mm-hmm. kind of all gets a bit weird. That does can go wrong. Um but yeah, no, it's it's great. Oh, oh, nine times, well, the crowds are just amazingly uh, loving and and supportive most of the time. I was asked to go on the Mass Singer this year. I've not watched that. Mm. Is it? Is that? So you're you're wearing a mask? Yeah, no, you wear a big outfit. It's a big outfit. And then you reveal it. Re- it reveals. I don't know how it works. I mean, I watch it with the kids, but I don't get it really. Um, the yeah. kids love it. I love it. I love it because the kids love it. Right. And I'm not denigrating the show because my friend is in charge of it, who used to work with me. Um, right. Dan, good morning, Dan. He's brilliant, by the way. Right. And the show—it's the biggest hit on TV. It's, it's massive. Really? It's the—it's the most watched show on TV at the moment. And there's not much going on apart from all the fun on a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. It's fun, yeah. isn't it? And so, uh, Dan says, "Please come on the show. Please come and sing on the show." Um, and because I've got a great costume, because what what happens is there's a bit of a subtle clue in the costume as to who it might be, because you've got to guess who it is. Mm. And then you know, have you heard the phrase "take it off, take it off"? Because that's right. what the crowd sing, and then the mask comes off, and it's like right. ah da 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 da. And Natalie and Brulia, she won the series once. Really? So there's some oh, really. So com- how do you win it? You, just, you are the. You have to be the best singer. You have to be the best singer. Yeah, so which you're one? competing against like singers and non-singers. Is yeah, that yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so. We think that because I I said no in the end. So, and Dan said I've got this amazing outfit for you. Mm. Now there's a character on this series mm. that they call Dippy Egg. Right. Right. Now I think I know who it is. Right. And I think it's another breakfast show. So I think it's Chris Moyles. Really. Right. Yeah. And um, in fact, we'll can we play? Yes. Okay. Well, so we'll, you've got better musical ears than anybody in this building. So, see what you think in a second or two. And I think they'd already commissioned the Dippy Egg costume. My Dippier costume. So I think he's wearing my Dippier costume. Um, You're a very different shape, you and Chris Moles, though. I saw him in Miami about two weeks ago in uh, having breakfast. Mm. I, I, I don't know him. Was he having a Dippier? Uh He may well How do you been. know it was definitely him? Well, it may not have been him. Well, I saw him a couple of weeks ago, funny enough, not outside where he works. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe it was three weeks ago. He's smaller than me, but we're quite similar. Cause well, we I was going to sh- say, he's smaller than you. You're quite tall. Yeah. Yeah. But he was sat down. Well, he moved around. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw him. I was like, That's... "Was he back and forth to the breakfast buffet?" He was. Was he? Well, I don't know. I it, I didn't say hello because I don't know him. But we did that thing, that really horrible thing, where you sort of catch eyes with someone. Yeah. And then you don't quite know. And you know what he sounds like. What does he sound like? No, but you you know his voice though. Oh, I, I you know, when when I was a teenager, yeah, I'd listen to his radio show. Right, so here is Dippy Egg singing. So he, Dippy Egg hasn't been on mass yet. Yeah. Could be tomorrow yeah. on ITV. Uh, I think this is him. This is Dippy Egg singing on right. The Mass Singer. Okay. Well, I could hide beneath the wing of a bluebird as she sang. The six o'clock alarm would never ring. But it 
the sleep out of my eyes. The shaving razor's cold and it stinks. Okay, okay, okay. You didn't hear the first bit. I'm going to play it again, right? Okay. Listen to the first line. He says, beneath my wings. It's not beneath, he says, neath my wings. Right. Listen to the neath. Here we go. Well, I could hide neath the wing. See, blue. if I'm right and you're wrong, that, this means I've got better musical ears well, than you. Quite possibly, yeah. Quite possibly. We have to wait and see. Bring it on. I'm feeling quite punchy about uh, this. Do, have you had this validated by anyone? Like Nobody you, at all. Nobody has anyone else said it? No. And, and <laughs> do, you, do you get a feel when you watch the show? Is there is there like an audience that then sort of give their opinion? On yeah, and there's some judges and things. Some judges. Yeah. Mm. I want to watch this show. All I'm saying is, it's not one show on TV. All right. I'm saying is... And this is the only reason I'm saying this. I'm quite, yeah. I'm quite confident. You know, you know what I'm like. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. quite confident. We're based on usually nothing at all. <laughs> Natalie and Bruley, who won it two seasons ago, mm. I knew it was her from the first line of the first week. And I screamed at the telly, it's Natalie and Bruley. Wow. Nobody believed me. And six weeks later, it was the final. She begins to, oh, take it off, take it off. Yeah. Oh, it's Natalie and Bruley. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. But I think you're actually, you know, how long have you been on the radio, Chris? 41 years. So... You know, you've been on the radio for 41 years, listening to music every single morning or evening for a bit. Oh, yeah. all times a day, middle yeah, of the night. all times a day for, for 41 years. Hmm. You, you've probably listened to more music than... Are you mm. trying to say I'm deaf and I have no idea what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Quite the opposite. I think you're in a great, you're in a great position to, to be the judge of this. I know, well. Yeah. Yeah. See, that call I might answer <laughs> to be the judge. I think yeah. it's Chris Morse. Anyway. I'm interested why you don't think it's him. I yes, don't. Tom. <laughs> it's very. Uh, it's it's quite difficult, isn't it? Because it's 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 quite a. Um, it's difficult to tell you why that. It just doesn't sound like him. Yeah. I, his voice sounds too high. That's what I think. I think he's doing it on purpose. I think I think he's trying to disguise his voice. He always used to sing, didn't he, on the radio? This I mean. is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, so he could definitely sing. Are you, what, he can are, hold the tune. Are you proud of your singing voice? Proud. I'm not proud of anything. Oh, no, I don't like pride. I don't right. like pride. I, I'm I'm pleased with things. You're... I'm pleased with how things go. I'm happy that things if things go well. I'm satisfied if we have struggled for an achievement yeah. and we pulled it off and we sort of deserve to. But pride can okay. go and do one as far right, as I'm okay. concerned. Sorry, that was too long. Enough. Oh. <laughs> I'm quite anti-pride. Can you say? I'll take that. I'm not, I'm not anti-pride. Our radio station, but Virgin Radio Pride pops up every now and again and broadcasts in. Beautiful unicorn technicolor mm. gorgeousness. Mm. I'm not anti that kind of pride. No, no. Why would you be anti that kind of pride? Yeah, it's beautiful. Unless you're going to get cancelled. What? The, the um, yes. uh, are you pleased with your singing voice? Thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over the moon. Yeah, I've never heard you sing, actually. Well. Maybe now's the moment. What would you sing if you could sing? What do you mean if I could? I can sing. No, if you could sing now. If you could sing now. I can sing now. It's my show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just offering. I'm a, I'm a mediocre piano player. You've got a microphone. Oh, you mean actually with you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. This is yeah. too much well, I now. mean, what, what's like, what's the song? I always get asked in like interviews, like, what's the song that best defines you? And I always go, I freeze. I think so many songs I love yeah, it's yeah. so difficult me to... too me too I'm the same yeah, I'm to... the same as you <laughs> no because the thing is as a request as a, so what do you do here do you do you lie do I lie to you and say 
the, the name of the song that I might be able to sing best yeah. or the song that I really like the most mm. or, or whatever. Two very different things. What you'd pick in a karaoke. Yeah. And what... See, uh, by the way, in, in anticipation of me singing, the microphone stand has just fallen over, right? And taken its own life. The, um... <laughs> that has just happened. It's like, no, no, that can't happen. And literally the microphone stand and the microphone has fallen on its own sword... Please don't sing into me, Evans. Back up, back up again. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I think what you'd sing in a karaoke and what, what you'd listen to are two Yeah, and also there's ways of scamming it. So if I was going to go The Masked Singer, I was going to yeah. sing Hallelujah a cappella. Ah. It's not a cappella. Do you not know what a cappella means? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It means song music. You know yeah. that. Sorry, Chris. I, got, I, I, didn't hear, <laughs> I didn't hear you. I, I heard what I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. Which was yeah. play the piano, yeah. Tom. The, the, you were um, listening, but you weren't hearing. Yes. Um, hmm. The, uh, I was going to sing that. It, I always think go low. My advice to karaoke singers: go excuse low. Excuse me. Yeah, go go, go to because uh, it's always sound better. Tom, if, if I'm not you... talking karaoke, mate. Huh? I'm not talking karaoke. You're not talking karaoke. No. Professional. Well, I don't. I don't. I, I think you sort of relegated me to the category of a <laughs> bum. <laughs> Have you ever put out a, a, a single? Shut up. Because <laughs> I, 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 I actually then suddenly thought to myself, oh my God. Have you God, ever hosted you... a game show? <laughs> I'd actually quite like to. You know, we started because my friend Max told me to watch Traitors and we watched one episode, right? Yeah. And I hated it. And then uh, Georgie last night, this is hence why I couldn't actually sleep because we ended up staying up really late and watching it. She was like, oh, we should watch another episode. And we watched another episode. Now I'm completely hooked. Oh, you're, you're on yeah. board. Yeah, so you're locked good. in. Yeah. It's kind of like a bit sadistic i think the whole thing yeah like, i think that's the idea is well then the clues in the title isn't it traitors yeah but you know when they say like i'm gonna murder you it's like i've never seen it really it's kind of it's fascinating it, it's definitely a sort of um yeah it's good i'm too busy in my home studio recording my <laughs> what i just felt bad because actually you, you have these kind of trivial conversations mm. about singing and you make light of it and you're a professional presenter and dj and all these other things and then it's like you realise that actually you'd put out an album 10 years ago and I'm like oh and I'm making light of it no no don't worry about that okay cool <laughs> no he hasn't don't worry about that <laughs> I know and then you feel really bad afterwards yeah don't worry about it um, can you sing for us now yes sure. alright can you sing for us I'll sing you sing for us you yeah. you do you do the singing um, should we have another track from the new album yeah, great. Yeah, okay, this is... so Black Friday is out today. The Black Friday tour tickets and more information at tomadell.com. What are you going to play for us next, my friend? This is called The End. Oh, it's gorgeous, man. I was 20 days clean yesterday. I'd get a key ring if I make it through to me. Can we talk? Is that okay? If you've got time, I know what Round of applause, please, wow. Thank you. Great, man. This, this is all brand new. It's all hot stuff, man. How to um, Build a Home was uh, little George Clark's book. Um, great product out today and uh, doing all the heavy lifting today. Tom O'Dell, Black Friday out today. The Black Friday tour tickets and more. That's the end from the brand new album. That line about Taylor Hawkins and then uh, you were watching somebody else play the drums live. Was that at Wembley Stadium? Was that yeah, for the his big... son playing? Yeah. Was that the gig at Wembley? The the, the Foo Fighters gig. Yeah. 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 When they and, and he got his son up. Did you go or did you watch? No, it on I watched telly? it on YouTube and right. uh, someone sent it to me and I just it, it broke me. Of course it did. Yeah. Yeah. 
unbelievably tragic and inspiring at the same time. Yeah. Um, Often things like that happen. I mean, that's mm. the greatest movement of a human mm. being, isn't it? When yeah. you are you are broken, like you say, mm. and you are so you couldn't be more inspired, and mm. you couldn't be more broken at the same time. I think that's that is that empathy. Isn't that one of the that's the ultimate definition of empathy? Mm. When you're crying both um, tears of sadness and joy, yeah. because you can be joyful in despair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the what you just said. There is the the very essence of what inspires me to make music that that's it right there your album made me cry last night oh it just overwhelmed me i was overwhelmed because i was on my own and you know i do like watching films on my own i love listening to music on my own obviously i love reading on my own and i was just and i didn't know why i was crying there was obviously something going on with me yesterday and it just your music allowed me to release whatever it was and it i wasn't blubbing i could have done you know when you can can press the accelerator Mm. And I didn't. I just eased off. I thought, no, you can't. Yeah, you've got to yeah, get to bed. Yeah. You've got to get some sleep. Tom's yeah. on the show tomorrow. I don't know. It's great. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. That um, means a lot. So I was, I was talking to you about this Rolling Stones documentary. Mm. What's it, remind me, what, Monterey, is it called? Yeah, no, well, the thing is, so last week, Tash and I were wondering what to watch on Friday and Saturday night because we have a little movie night. And we're finding movies less and less engaging. Right. Just because... We're in a different place and space at the moment. Some of us brilliant. Watched Saltburn the other day. That was great. And, you know, mm. various other things. And so I chanced upon Roll- Rolling Stone magazines. Mm. Rolling Stone magazines, top 73 music documentaries of all time. I oh, just thought, wow. okay, this yeah. could be the next 73 evenings. Yeah. And do you know what it is? We're just going to watch every single one. And it's called Monterey. No, so number eight out of the 73 is Monterey. Right. Um, yeah. It's just a documentary about Monterey. Oh, it's we, easy. You're going to work for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, we're going to pin the tail on a donkey. So mm. um, last week we watched number 10, mm. Some Kind of Monster, mm. which is the Metallica documentary. Right. Which is phenomenal. Really? And what's number one? Don't Look Back, Bob Dylan. Yeah, that is, that's the Scorsese one. Um, no, it's the original documentary from 67. Oh, yeah. And is that where he's on the streets in England? Yep. And he's sort of reeling off lists. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I'm just anything Dylan. I'm obsessed with. Here uh, we go. So I mean, look, look. Here we go. Um, top seventy-three music documentaries of all time by Rolling Stone. You can't go wrong, really. I love Rolling Stone magazine. Have you heard their podcast? I haven't. No. They pick an album, right? And they they get somebody who is involved in an album. Sometimes the actual artists themselves, right? And if the artist is too big or no longer with us, they'll mm. get like the engineer who was mm. there and it's just 35, 40 minutes of what was it like when that wow. album is... Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Uh, number one, Don't Look Back, 1967. Number two, The Last Waltz. Number three, Gimme Shelter. Number four, Stop Making Sense, which apparently is unbelievable. Mm. Number five, Amazing Grace. Number six, The Decline of Western Civilization. Number seven, Cobain, Montage of Heck. Number eight, Monterey Pop, 1968. Number nine, Homecoming. Number 10, Metallica, Some Kind of Monster. Two, two hours. We got part two that this weekend I'm, I'm ashamed to say I've seen barely any of those um, yeah but it's great though isn't it yeah that's exciting I haven't seen any of them until last week I didn't even know yeah. that list existed did you watch um, Maestro we started to watch Maestro and we stopped watching it oh no you know what I think think about that yeah is that we did the same mm. and then through some you know weird miracle of uh, courage divine courage we pushed through because I felt the same way. Yeah, first. well, you're the second person to say exactly this to me. The other one being Showbiz John, who you know. And who I was all, I sobbing at the end. All right, okay, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch uh, it. You, you pushed through because it, I think it's so beautiful 
and it's worth you know you've got to put a little bit of investment yeah. in i just didn't like it was too snappy yeah in the first 20 minutes it was too snappy and a bit arch and a bit stylized for its mm. own good yeah. i thought oh this is all style over content yeah and i was wrong i'm always there's, wrong about everything so. there's a bit at the about you know three quarters of the way through the film it just punches you and okay, um, done. the other one sold, i'd recommend sold. anatomy of a fool have you seen anatomy nope. of a fool that I would highly recommend. Probably my favourite film of the last... Well, we had, um, we had Matthew Vaughan in earlier on this week talking about his new film, Argyle, with Sam Rockwell, mm. who's the star of Love it. Matthew Vaughan. Yeah, he's great. Such he's a good actor. Great. Yeah. No, 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 he's a director. Oh. <laughs> Who am I thinking of then? You're thinking of Matthew McConaughey? I don't know, or... Oh, yeah, maybe. I, actually, I think of The Guiding Succession, actually, I think. Yeah. Matthew McFadden. Matthew sorry. McFadden, who yeah. looks a bit like Showbiz John. Yeah. Um, handsome in a sort of quiet... Cool, yeah. kind of get under the radar way, I yeah. would say. Uh, married to Keely yeah. Hawes. Yes, that's um, right. Yeah. No, so Matthew Vaughan, Matthew Vaughan produced um, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels oh, with Guy Ritchie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's directed the Kingsman movies right. and Kick Ass. Yes. And lots Amazing. of other great yeah. films. Yeah. So his new film is called Argyle. Sam Rockwell's in it. And Sam and, and Matthew and myself and Vassals, we were talking about one film to watch. Mm. Um, and we were saying it depends what kind of media you're in it's not really a question um, it is a question oh it's very hard to answer don't really want to answer it can you please unask it and mm. on the way home I thought nailed on Magnolia definitely my favourite film of all time Magnolia yeah really good film is that where the frogs yep rained out 100% yeah. it's like watching seven films in one yeah and that's who directed that oh um, not Wes Anderson Yes, him. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Who also did Phantom Fred. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. That's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> Paul Thomas it. Anderson. I love it. I love Just it. carries on. I love Short. Have you seen Shortcuts by Robert Altman? No. Right, Shortcuts isn't it available anywhere. You can't watch it anywhere. We don't have a CD player and we don't have the CD. Uh, DVD, rather. Um, but you can't watch it anywhere. And I think it, there must be a reason, but is, you know, is it, wouldn't it... I just remember that being the most amazing film, Shortcuts. Talk right. about nine, ten films. Anyway, moving on. All right, so uh, we're going to watch... I'm going to re-watch. I'm going to revisit, and I promise, Maestro this weekend. Yeah, do it, do it. And you check out Rolling Stone's greatest music documentaries of all time. Yeah, great. Um, you know, and see how it goes. Yeah. All right, one time for one more song, please? Yes, yeah. What do you have for us? I was going to do an old one. Grow older me. Grow older me, the old song. All right, here we go. Tom O'Dell, live from the top of the tower. By the way, you can see all this on YouTube very soon. We're filming it all, and uh, it's all good to go. One more time, Tom O'Dell. Grow old with me. Let us share what we see. And the best it could be, just you and I. Tom, can you say after everything, was that all right? <laughs> it was all right. It was really all right, wasn't it, Gary? <laughs> It was the most alright. So when you when you say things something like that, like uh, I'll play one of the old ones. How how are old songs for artists that are still very current at the top of the game? How is that relationship with my old songs? Yeah, yeah, I I, I love them. I love them I just as much as the, the new ones. Really. And is there a pecking order? Does it change? Or... Yeah, I mean, there's some actually I don't like. I mean, <laughs> there's quite a few I don't like. Like, but you may like them again. One, maybe one day maybe so I, I i think when i look back to my past there's lots of things like i i don't you know i cringe at lots of songs I, i'm not proud of but i would say that i always took great care of the words and i took great care of the writing and sometimes the production i'm not that happy with 
and sometimes like, the singing I'm not that happy with, but I always took care of the of the writing and that I'm I I'll always keep that because I think it means that when I come on here and I sing an old song, I'm proud of it. And yeah, I can yeah. I shouldn't be proud of it, but yeah, I'm, you know, it's up to you. But I, I, I have conviction, you know? Yeah, and yeah. and You're well, you're you're uh, caring of it, aren't you? Yeah, I care of it and 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 I and so I'm I still believe it, but I would say they change and and they grow. Thank and, God. And and I feel, I feel like I have a you know different relationship with them now. And each time you sing them, you sing them slightly differently. Mate, it's just it's great. It's also it's the best thing to have you with us this morning. It's really um, great to be Tom here. Adele, Harry's leaving today. Uh, should we sing Harry? Uh, is it? Are we going to sing Happy Birthday? We're going to sing Harry Birthday. We're going to sing Harry Krishna. We're going to sing Happy Krishna. We don't get any Harry Carry going on. Um, should we sing? Uh, should, should we all get in? Should, let's get around the piano and sing Happy Birthday to Harry, who's leaving today. It's also his birthday today. Actually, do you know what? It looks like he's already left. Because yeah. <laughs> he's nowhere to be seen. There he is. Come on, come on now. Come on. This doesn't happen every day, does it? He must be a special boy. He's a special boy. How about a happy birthday from from Tom O'Dell and the gang? Yeah. Why don't you get next to Tom there? It's, it's almost like it's Michael Bublé and the Christmas special. <laughs> and you're the baby Jesus. <laughs> Should we go for it? Okay. I get next to Tom there. Tom, do you mind leading the charge? Yeah, do, do, you want, do you want to take the microphone? You should see it to yourself. No, that'd be a bit weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tom's clearly lost his mind. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Harry. Happy birthday to you. Right, now we're in the pub. It's midnight and it's much quicker. Happy Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Yeah. But right, should I stay or should I go? na 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 He's going. You're going, aren't you? I am. That's it. Harry is leaving the building. But not until the end of his shift at five o'clock yeah. this afternoon. <laughs> Round of applause to Tom and Dad, everybody. Oh!